0: Over the course of your life, you've probably had some close calls with disaster. If not, then you certainly know somebody who has. In my case, I probably should have been gone more than ten times. Six car wrecks in which the car was completely destroyed. I wasn't driving in all of them. Three heart attacks. A gallbladder that was 15 minutes from failing, requiring emergency surgery a moment when I was nearly swept under a log jam in a river, and numerous traffic incidents where a swerve or a quick foot on the brake stopped what might have been. Is there a conclusion to be drawn, a lesson to be learned, an understanding of my chance or fate or purpose that can be reached? In Greek mythology, it was thought that there were three goddesses who presided over the birth and life of humans. Each person's destiny was thought to be determined by the three fates. The sisters, Clotho, Lachesis, and Atropos. Clotho made major decisions, such as when a person was born, and also when gods or mortals were to be saved or put to death. So perhaps I have Clotho to thank. The Greeks saw life as a thread that was measured and cut, and Clotho's sister Lachesis measured that thread spun on clotho's spindle it was she who determined your destiny or thread of life she was responsible for deciding how much time for life was to be allowed for each person so is it Lachesis i should be grateful to atropos was the sister who chose the manner of death and ended the life of mortals by cutting their threads i would suggest i haven't hit on the proper method just yet or is it something larger It's entirely possible, of course, that I'm just exceedingly lucky that my narrow escapes are pure chance. So many people have not been so fortunate, literally millions, which means I'm grateful, not just for surviving. I have an incredible wife. I love her beyond measure. I have reasonably good health for being on the planet for seven decades and quite honestly, not working very hard to maintain it. I can count my good friends as genuinely great people, I have a good home, drive a car I like and can pay my bills. My role in my neighborhood is one of service and I'm able to tell stories that need telling and take photographs that hopefully brighten the lives of others. When I put my arms around these thoughts, they not only fill me with gratitude, they make my survival seem purposeful as if the fates or another higher power, took a look at me when I was much younger, wallowing in self-pity, worthlessness, and depression, and decided that it was worth preserving so I could do some good. That's how it feels. So I count my blessings all the time. Gratitude helps me feel more positive and enjoy good experiences. It likely improves my health, equips me to deal with adversity, and allows me to build strong relationships. Gratitude works. Regardless of your age, it's obvious that the pace of change is accelerating. That alone is pointedly disruptive since human beings accept change unwillingly. The limits too of our own senses and abilities mean long ago we became dependent on machines to help us move things, make things, and so much more. Each of them extensions of human abilities meant to serve human needs. But the way we managed change was through intuition and feel. Soon that won't be nearly enough. Artificial intelligence and its companion machine learning has been getting some media attention in the last year as the tendrils of these technologies grow further and get stronger. Stories about Google calling restaurants and carrying on a completely human-sounding conversation about reservations. Other stories have been published about paintings being created by computers, and movie scripts, news stories, and blog posts all being written by artificial intelligence. The impact on fields like drug development, material science, manufacturing, software development and other sciences is impossible to calculate. The most recent wave of press is about something called ChatGPT from a company called OpenAI. It's not fully deployed yet, but it's serious enough to make Google declare a code red as they rush to build out their own AI capabilities help you understand the difference between an algorithm, the math structure behind Google searches, and what ChatGPT does, it helps to grasp how they work. Here's a simple explanation. The search algorithms assign various weights to factors like proximity, date, past search history, current popularity, inbound links, all aiming at relevancy for the results. Except in recent years, they've come to be dominated by advertising. Google shifts the algorithms all the time, but it's not creating anything. Chat GPT, on the other hand, is driven by an intelligence that's created by training a computer, teaching it how to work with language, and then teaching it the meaning of words, how sentences work, how mathematics works, how painting works, and on and on through various other fields of knowledge and human understanding, then through multiple trials, the machine learning aspect. It grows in sophistication and capabilities. Ask Google about nuclear fusion, and you get a bunch of links to information about it. Ask ChatGPT about it, and you get a multi-paragraph explanation that is literally synthesized from its knowledge. It's not hard to project that in the next 10 years or less, AI will exceed human capabilities in areas we previously thought unlikely. Nearly any human endeavor will be able to be done by machine, even marble sculpture. Look up a subject called Robotor, R-O-B-O-R-T-O-L-R-O-B-T-O-R, and you'll find that it's a machine that literally carves marble into sculptures. It's remarkable. Pew Research conducted a study in summer of 2018, now nearly five years old, surveying... 979 innovators, developers, business and political leaders, researchers, and activists. Many were optimistic about healthcare, education, and predicted advances in complex decision-making, reasoning, pattern recognition, and the ability to customize systems to a high degree. Think smart homes and cars, that you know what you like, and then you like it, and adjust the heat and the shade and all much more, all automatically. The study can be read at the PewResearch.org site. They noted the loss of what is called human agency. You already understand this if you don't recall phone numbers or facts, and now rely on your phone to keep all that information. When decisions about where to attend a school, get an operation, and any of dozens of other scenarios are machine-produced, we've lost our ability to make our own decisions. Even if if we put restrictions on them, human beings and governments will see ways around the pervasive nature of these kinds of systems and use them to surveil, record, and potentially control others. AI, machine learning, and their cousin, automation, could replace 40% of all jobs we know today. That could easily happen in the next 15 years, as it's predicted, or even sooner, in seven years by 2030. By then, 70% of companies will have adopted at least one type of AI technology, which is up from 33% in 2018. Weapons and war, something human beings seemingly cannot transcend, will also be far more sophisticated, faster, and the AI will affect everything from information to explosives. How far will we go in letting computers make the decisions as to the best way to kill humans? We're approaching the age of augmented reality, which will allow you to be in the room for the signing of the Declaration of Independence or on the podium for the reading of the Gettysburg Address or on the steps hearing Dr. Martin Luther King Jr.'s I Have a Dream speech, or conversely be direct witness to human horrors. It will enable people to have instant access to information and guidance as they do their jobs repairing a car or building an aircraft. The list is nearly endless, which means, along with this non-human intelligence, we must be extremely vigilant and attempt to install human values into these systems to reinforce ethics and empathy. Unfortunately, the political will to develop legislation is typically well behind the arrival of the technology itself. Technology on its own has no soul. It only knows what we input and the intent we impute. To intelligently guide machines that are smarter, more capable, more knowledgeable, is going to require that most human of factors, empathy and compassion.